You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. She's working again. She's alive. She's alive. Okay. Uh, Roll T. Then I am going to reset my timer here. Take another swig of water. All right. It's all you. Oh, excuse me. I just burped. Hi, everybody. (laughs) That's a great way to start. (laughs) Sorry about that. Dave's going to edit that out. No, anyway, he's not. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not. Because he's Dave. Todd Peace. Anyway. Todd Peace. So, uh, welcome back to another episode of Bonsai Retro Club. I am 80s Music Girl. On the line with me today, I have Dave the Overlord. Dave, say hi to everybody. Like Nike. Just <laughs> do it. <laughs> Yeah, and he's only drinking water, folks. Yeah, I know that, point. right? That's no uh, no bourbon tonight. He's high on life. I am. Super <laughs> excited. Super excited to be here. Love talking yeah. to you. Thank you. I love talking to you too, sweetie. So today, our episode is about our favorite TV theme songs. Did I say that right? Yeah. Theme show, song, show? TV theme song, show, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Tune? Yes, yeah, and our favorite song, and and we get to tell you why we like these uh, theme songs. We're not going to elaborate too much because, well, you know, they're theme shows. They're theme songs. They're, 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 yeah, they're theme songs. You can Google yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, you can Google them. We yeah. we do it all. The time. And you should. Tell you. Yeah, Google's your friend. So uh, Dave had uh, his episode. Uh, not too long ago, and yeah. uh, I love the fact that we both started out our list with instrumental theme songs. Nice. Yes, because one of my favorite, if you don't mind me just jumping right in. Oh, please do. I'm just jump, jump right in head first and mention the theme song to the show Hill Street Blues. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, Mike, Mike Post. Uh, wrote this and some guy named Larry was featured. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a passive researcher. Um, <laughs> it, it played the, the electric guitar in, in it because it, to me, it was the perfect, <clears throat> perfect, uh, mix of like soft and loud when it comes to music because I love, you know, the piano intro i love piano intros anyway and for the piano and then escalate 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 with uh like a rock sound and uh it's it's just awesome and i love the show anyway so whenever i would hear it you know it just it just kind of sums up 
all the characters in the show. I couldn't tell you which one any of them were anymore because it's been that long since I've seen an episode. But I'll always remember the theme song. That's, I guess, the whole point. But, um, Dave, dear, what are your thoughts? Much like my uh, pick from uh, that, you know, that was instrumental, you know, Mm -hmm. this is another one that transports you. Transports you right back to, you know, uh, the the ugly carpet having right there and laying, you know, on a a pillow Mm -hmm. in front of the TV. And you'd hear this iconic music start. And that right there is 1980s for me. So, um, you know, I... I love this pick. I don't. Re- I don't remember us having it on the show on that often, but I do know mm-hmm. that on occasion my mom would have it. Uh, you know, she would yeah. pick that up. She liked cop shows. Yeah, I. I kind of thought that maybe uh, there was a lot of a lot of cop shows in the eighties. Yeah. Well, the seventies too. Seventies, eighties. You know. But um, I mean, chips. This one in particular. Oh yeah, I, yeah. No. And another one uh, that has a you know a, a instrumental theme song. If you're song. gonna do that, yeah, might as well say Barney Miller too. So. Oh yeah, that's that was on the but, my that was on a watch list for my mom, Barney Miller. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was funny too, and there was oh, some yeah. humor in Hill Street Blues every so often. There's a lot of grit and seriousness and drama. Yeah. In it, you know. It, it so kind of felt like it, the. It was, um, like ER uh, was for doctors. Uh-huh. Yeah, Hill Street uh-huh. Blues is like that for police officers. Yeah, it set that precedence. Right. Those, you know, big ensemble cast productions. Yeah, with a lot of drama going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So cool. So I'm glad you're on board with that one. Definitely. Um, my second pick uh, could not miss an episode when this first came out. I thought, finally, there's a show about girls that, you know, when they're older and they're out doing things for themselves, it's really exciting. Uh, Laverne and Shirley's theme song, Making Our Dreams Come True, sung by Cindy Greco, was to me like the paramount of all TV show theme songs. Because it was memorable and, you, could, you know, it was fun when they did the, uh, it's not a collage, whenever they do with editing, the film editing with the different scenes and it, you know, everything always seemed to match up perfectly. Well, you know, we only had to do it the one time, but still, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun to listen to and her voice was fun and bouncy and, you know, it was just such a great show and a perfect theme song it often makes me wonder how many times uh producers and directors and people like that have to go through music to get the perfect theme song for their shows did that ever you you gotta figure there's probably quite an extensive process you know to land on something like that absolutely yeah or if it's something that's already there, you can always, you know, add it in. Right. Or if it's, they go, here, write me a song about this, you know, and then it's like, oh, 
That was perfect. I think I'll use that for the theme song for the show. I wonder. I've got to imagine there's probably a just a big well of unused theme song, you know, somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and, There's a vault. Yeah, you, yeah. You'd be wondering, you know, let's say, you know, they contacted them to write the theme song for Laverne and Shirley, and you know, maybe the first ten, twenty they didn't like until they landed on the one right. that they got. And I was like, what? Yeah. Where were all the the twenty that they didn't like? Where where did they end up? You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be curious about that. Yeah, definitely. And what if they contacted somebody and said, I want you to write a theme song for our new TV show. And they went, uh, hell no. <laughs> Doing that. Crazy. Of course, you know, here we are 10 years later. Right. And they're kicking herself in the ass when they're doing it. Yeah. Or maybe they're not. You know, some people are just, sorry, <laughs> badass like that and just stick to their guns. Yeah, I, I, I think they don't want to be a sellout, you know. And, no, and they yeah. they might think that that's like a sellout. And I would. I can't I, imagine Van Halen writing a theme show for a TV. Yeah, a theme song. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would happen. Nope. But, but I don't um, know why that popped in my head, but it did. But uh, the you know Scott and I actually had a in depth debate. Uh, for uh, the beginning of Laverne and Shirley, there was a uh, Shmuel Schmazel, uh, Heifer. Shmuel Schmazel, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated, right. yes. And he, you know, Hoffman's, Hoffman Pepper, is that what it's called? Hoss, I think it's Hassan Pfeffer. Hassan Pfeffer. You know what that is? Isn't it like a rabbit dish or something? See, and that's <laughs> why I didn't know. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> And I'm like, there's no way that's what that is. And he was like, so, you know, like, no, it is, it is, it is. And I'm like, how in the world did you pull that out of your ass, you know, and know that, you know, there's no way that somebody just retains that. Um, and you know how I did it? How? Do you know how I know? How do you know? Looney Tunes. He had the same reference. There you go. So I had to See? go back and actually find that one with the king where, mm-hmm. you know, Yosemite Sam was preparing him rabbit stew. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and, you know, of course, the king's yelling it, you know, over and over and over, you know, and you know, yeah, not going to see how it got stuck in your brains. But it's like I and mm-hmm. I knew that one. I knew that Looney Tune. I just had forgotten the phrase. Yeah. And I'm like, how in the world it did would you it, you i guess you do too you just have that knowledge just kind of buried oh, down that? there uh-huh and never in all my life had i watched the intro theme to laverne and shirley and said oh rabbit stew <laughs> yeah that's kind of not something that just immediately plops into your head right yeah well, I guess I, I guess I was just looking for something nonsensical, nonsensical to stay at, at the beginning of the show, and that's what Possibly. they landed on. So they lost them, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who says kids can't learn watching cartoons? <laughs> well, you know, I learned a lot with Schoolhouse Rock. Um, who knew? Well, that, who knew there were I think lessons you were in Looney Tunes? To. Yeah. I know. Well, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't but, get me to watch an episode now, though. Oh my God, that's just crazy stuff. <laughs> But we learned a lot with Scooby Doo, though. Yeah, well. Yeah, you know, because you don't trust a person until you pull their mask off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, those darn meddling kids. Oh, I know. Yep. It's great. And that's another iconic theme. I should have brought that one up. Wow. Yeah. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Yeah. Where are you? All right. Uh, what do you got next? Well, darling, I'm going to have to sing because this was – and I sang all the – you know, all the ones that had words, I would always sing to them. And it's, I started off very young doing this, watching TV. I was raised by the electronic babysitter. Of course. As a child. Yeah. In the 60s. <clears throat> but to be able to see a superhero TV show that wasn't Superman or Batman or Spider-Man, just a regular everyday guy, but he was a superhero. I don't even remember how he became a superhero. That he was the great American hero. You don't remember how he got a suit? No, I don't. I know it was like, didn't they just like dig it up from someplace? No, actually there was a alien uh, ship okay. that uh-huh. had just dropped this on him. Uh, oh. And it actually came with a user's manual, but he lost it out in the desert. Um, uh-huh. So... You know, it kind of intertwined Ralph and Bill uh, together at that moment. Uh, the bickerings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's how he got the suit, you know, and got superpowers because he doesn't have powers without the suit or without the suit on. But he had, that's at true. one time, had, yeah, a manual, you know, that showed here's how you use this. And uh, yeah. it, it, it fell out of the, uh, the package <laughs> right there in the desert, so... Nice. Kind of funny. I wonder how many people are out there listening to this going, what the hell are they talking about? Grace American Hero. Everybody's got to know that. How is that? Believe it or not, I'm walking on it. Oh, my God. I love that song. Love that song. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Yes. So that's a, that's a twofer for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Because neither, neither of us, you know, neither of us knew the other person had it on their list. Which is really kind of cool. Even though while I was listening to you, I did say that, but I don't think you heard me. I heard you. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I just chose to agree. You copycat. You were. I was. I was peeking. I was peeking at your list. <laughs> I cheated. It's you can't okay. trust me. No, no, I can't. Yeah. So, speaking of not being able to trust anybody, oh my god. Um, there were no, um, for my next, my next song, um, there were no, uh, uh, what's the word I want to use? Restrictions on whether we could use live action or animated. So, yeah, no, we, I made, I made my next one, Dark Winged Up. Ah. Uh, that song actually was sung by a guy named well I think it was sung by two people there's an original version that I really didn't care for because I had to listen to that one first I'm like that's not the one I remember and they must have changed it like in because it was only on for one season it was on from 91 to 92 so the version that I like is sung by a guy named Jeff Passetto and it is really groovy. I just love the show. Uh, it was, it's kind of like one of those things that my kids didn't, like, it's, oh, what, let's watch this. And they'd sit there and be like, eh, 
And all of a sudden, I'm the only one left sitting on a couch watching. Just like, what the hell? Where did everybody go? <laughs> you know, so that's, that's how I get into stuff. That's how I started watching um, Phineas and Ferb. I'm sitting there watching, you know, changing the channel, thinking the grandkids are watching. And, yeah, they're like, no, I don't like this. This is boring. Phineas <laughs> and Ferb is far from boring. How dare you? But anyway, so, yeah, so that was a great theme song from the 80s. Yeah, Did you I, ever watch I, I did not. Um, well, I mean, it was on, what, 91, you said? Yeah, um, 91. Yeah, so, I mean, well, yeah, that was, called, it was, it, it was, yeah, it was a wrong time frame for that. Yeah. For that, you know, for me, personally, you know, Being when I, no, I, you know, I was, you know, fresh in the Navy, you know. Oh, you're a grown man. Yeah. You're a grown-ass man. Okay. <laughs> so, it's just, yeah, it wasn't, uh, you know, I... I wasn't, you know, getting into that kind of, you know, TV show anymore. I had moved on. You know, I was yeah. still watching retro stuff. Don't get me wrong. You oh, know, yeah. Because I was watching, like, uh, replays of the A-Team. But, you mm-hmm. know, Darkwing, Darkwing Duck just wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make some time for this. You know, this looks cool. So, so yeah, it's just something I never got into. You know, it's so funny. You mentioned the A-Team, and I, I still hear the dun dun yeah you know the opening to that and uh yesterday i was my excuse my horsey voice i spent two hours in the studio yesterday with sammy going over some takes for my new my new single nice (laughs) i'm working on and um i can't remember we were i was hooked up to the, the headset and the mic and he's got me feeding through the speakers or whatever and we're talking to each other can't said something and he says and now you know and i said and knowing is half, half the battle, battle. he was G.I. Hey, yeah. Joe. Joe. <laughs> he started laughing yep. <laughs> like i wasn't supposed to know like dude you didn't think i was gonna know that come on i had children's we watched that all the time cobra oh my gosh worst villains ever <laughs> yes they're kind of like stormtroopers. It it's like they all shot yeah. like a whole bunch of, you know, laser or whatever, and didn't yeah. hit a thing. Yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of cool. So just just another example of triggers take you back. Music. Yeah. Got it. Remember that. Bam. Move on. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah. So uh, Darkwing Duck definitely a cool show. I, I I think they rebooted it. I haven't seen. Any of the new ones yet? I might be afraid. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't decided. <laughs> but if anybody out there has seen it, let me know. Should I be afraid? Should I not be afraid? Anyway. I, I know so, what you uh, mean, though, about where you get yeah. into a show that you're trying to watch. Um, mm-hmm. Or you start watching with your kids, and then they move yeah. on, and you're like, but but, can we yeah. – the, the show's on. Let's watch it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was probably into Blue's Clues way more than the kids. <laughs> oh, my God, I love Blue's Clues. And it was like, what happened? There was, there was, who was the first? Steve. Yeah. It's Steve. I still say that if I know a Steve. It's like, hi, Steve. <laughs> you know, and I look at you like you're crazy. It's just like, do you ever watch Blue Clues? Okay, so oh, I got to wrap mail time. Up, so. <laughs> it's mail time. Mail time. Yeah. So, yeah, I was a hanger-oner with 
Blue's Clues, uh, Peppa Pig, Yo Gabba Gabba. I mean, it was just like that was my repertoire during the day. Finally, oh. I, I advanced into Phineas and Ferb. You know, I just kind of hung on with them for a while. I haven't watched a cartoon series in a minute. But <laughs> uh, what I was going to tell you, uh, there is this really neat guy where I work at. His name is Nahomes, and he's from Ethiopia, but he's been in the country for a while. I think he was probably born here. But um, but he has the accent, you know, his parents you know, speak the language. and It's a very heavy Ethiopian accent. And so one day I was coming out of my office to go throw some things away. And uh, he says, Rose. I'm like, yeah. He goes, what's popping? And I stopped and I looked at him like, did you just ask me what's popping? He goes, yeah, what's popping? I said, shit. And he looked at me and kind of laughed. I said, what's crack a -lagging? He goes, what? What'd you say? I'm like, crack a -lagging? Oops. He goes, I, I, don't, I don't know what that is. I literally had to have him spell it out so that he could see what I was saying. I was like, honey, didn't you ever watch Madagascar as a child? <laughs> Come on. You know, it's like Chris Rock, the zebra was a crack. <laughs> and I just, you could have heard his eyelashes blink. That's how much, you know, crickets, the whole thing. I was oh. just like, wow, I am so not getting through to you. That's that's okay. That's all right, honey. You just, you just we'll stick with the what's popping and we'll be fine. It's <laughs> just going to show you, you know, as as the age and the generations progress, you know, they just they just move on. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, that was a thing for like a minute. Let's keep going. Yep. Let's make up something new. You know, and I love slang anyway, so that's that's always been kind of a thing of mine. But yeah. So Darkwing Duck, awesome. Awesome sauce. We love Darkwing Duck. Um, my last actual pick is uh, a song that was sung by Gloria Loring. Never heard her sing anything else, only because, well, I just didn't care. Um, but Alan Thicke wrote this theme song. And he did a lot of stuff like that, God bless him. And uh, it just had such a Nice, you know, you take the good, take the bad, take them both, and there you have facts of life. Facts of life. You know, and I thought, yeah, this is such a cool song. And it's teaching you stuff, and you're learning about things. <laughs> and, you know, you're in a girls' boarding school. It's just like, oh, my God, what a horrible place to be. I did not, you know, so when, if I learned anything from watching that show, it was like, mental note to self, never send your child to a boarding school. <laughs> They will get eaten alive, you know, but, um, you know, yeah. The funny so thing is, is as you started to talk about, um, earlier, you were talking about Laverne and Shirley, my yeah. mind went facts of life. That's where I thought you were nice. going. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know, I managed to, I managed to do both. <laughs> nice. I was multitasking. I did both of them. Yeah. Nice. So, and I love that yeah, theme song. That is a, yeah. that is a beautiful theme. It is, and it really is, and uh, it was a good show too while it lasted. It was kind of cool. Um, I can't remember. It was Martha Ray that played um, the house. Um, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. 
Mrs. Mrs. Garrett. Somebody. Mrs. Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of spinoffs. I don't know if she was a spinoff from Different Strokes, I believe. Yes. She was the housekeeper. Yes. Yeah. And then she went and did the whole boarding school thing. But it was it's just a lot of fun. You know, it's like most most TV shows. Of course, they had to have their serious, serious side and their controversial side and episodes. Joe was my favorite. Uh, Blair was my least favorite. Sure. <laughs> I think she was everybody's least favorite. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's kind of cool. Kind of a cool show. So um, I don't have any picks for TV shows that that, you know, theme songs that I dislike. Okay. I do have a pre-retro, when you talk about retro, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And this is a time when I was uh, very young, because so I was born in 1960. So this was, and I didn't do any research on when the song was written or when the show aired. I know it was in the 60s because I remember being... Uh, a toddler or something around those lines, probably six, maybe five. And this was not a, none of the songs I ever sang as a child were children's songs. They, they could never have gotten away with Barney in the sixties. There's just no way. <laughs> Kids were just too damn smart to, you know, we had Bozo, you know, and Romper Room and that was all we needed. We didn't need any talking, singing dinosaurs or no shit like that. You know, give us, you know, Yogi Bear, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Well, Captain Kangaroo, he was 70s, wasn't he? Captain Kangaroo was 60s, too. And then he went, I think he lasted into the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. But he was different. He was kind of like an authority figure that had puppets. Right. Mr. Moose and shit like that. But uh, we didn't. After a certain time of the night, you were a kid, you were supposed to be sleeping. But I wasn't because my grandmother, that was her only time that she ever got a chance to watch anything she wanted to watch, was at night. And I was told if I was really quiet, I could stay up and watch with her. So I got as far as the theme song, and then I fell asleep because, frankly, the show was boring as fuck. (laughs) So... The theme song I'm uh, speaking of is Secret Agent Man, and it was sung by Johnny Rivers. And you hear the intro, there's a man who leads a life of danger. First time I heard that, I was like, oh, oh my God, where is he? There's a man who leads What's he? What's he doing? What's going on? You know, and it just learned the words, all of the words, (laughs) in front of the TV, sang along with Johnny Rivers. And I was just like, mic drop. Good night, everybody. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was my intro into La La Land. I was, that was it. You know, never saw an episode. Don't know, honestly, the fuck it was about. It was Secret Agent Man. I'm assuming he was like a spy of some kind. I don't know. But uh, some British guy, Ian, somebody, it was <laughs> he was a British guy. And he, you know, was always doing shit and getting shot and running and all that stuff. But um, the theme song was very, very on point. 
It was very 60s, too, especially, you know, with the guitar and, and all that jazz. But um, I had to mention that, like I said, because even back then, you know, when you're when you think about like anybody out there that's listening, think about as young as you were, that you could have your first memory of watching television and watching your favorite show. What was your favorite theme song as a kid all the way back? Do you remember the first theme song you heard as a child, David? First theme song as a child. Um, yeah. No. Okay. Well, that's all right. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. I just kind of put you on the spot. I have to admit. Yeah. No. I mean, but, you know, going back to, you know, the shows that mom and dad watched you know and the things mm-hmm. like rockford files come to mind mm-hmm. mash barney miller um mm-hmm. so i mean to me these are you know songs that kind of encapsulated that time frame in my mind um yes but you know born in 1970 i'm trying mm-hmm. to think of like what would have been you know the, my earliest recollection of you know something that you know was always kind of Back there, and those, yeah. those are the song. Those are the TV shows that I think of. Yeah, Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch, you another know, good either, one. Neither one of us mentioned that, but right. you know, there's just not a day that goes by that somebody doesn't reference, you know, the Brady Bunch, Partridge Family, <laughs> you know. But I was I was already a teenager when these things were were out, you know. And by the way, this is super fun to do. So those of you that are doing uh, Zoom calls, um, they have backgrounds that allow you to, you can change your background image where it kind of blurs out, you know, what's really behind you on camera. So, you know, if you have something going on, you know, behind, you know, somebody that doesn't want to be seen on camera when you're talking to people, you can use like a, a, you know, one of these background filters. And I actually downloaded and installed one that was the Brady Bunch intro uh, Greg, nice. you know, so I've got like Greg and Marsha and all that like around me, and then if I can angle myself just right, I'm right in the center square. So, <laughs> but I also I, I, I have another one though that looks like I'm in the bathroom. So, it's I, I like to do that one when I try to get a good laugh from somebody. Oh yeah. You know, all of a sudden I, I turn the camera on and I'm in the bathroom. That, yeah. that the problem with that image, though, is the uh, the toilet paper roll is going under instead of over. So whoever made that image, you know, big, big snafu. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's been wars that have been started <laughs> over that. I told you the one that I had with my mom. Yep. But um, it just made sense to me until, you know, until I was about 25 and I went, oh, that's what she means. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> I don't know, 10, 15 years. I don't know. It took me a minute. But anyway, so uh, this was fun. Yeah, definitely. I really, I really liked, I really liked this, and uh, I hope everybody out there uh, are you're listening and you're enjoying our podcasts because uh, we enjoy doing them for you. Uh, we're just a bunch of nostalgic farts that like to be sentimental and remember things in a bygone era. I'm kidding. No, we, the good old days. we just like, yeah, well, it's not even so much that. I think it's just, 
making people laugh and keeping people amused and and it's just a friendly kind of a thing. Sure. Interacting with with our friends and the people that are listening and all the future podcasters out there that go, hmm, we could probably do a better retro <laughs> podcast than that. And they very well, well you could. Just, <laughs> you just go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> this is America. You can do anything you want. So uh, with that, I'm going to uh, probably, I won't be nearly as eloquent as Dave. Dave always knows all the right things to say about people's social media and how you can find it. And I will tell you about our website, Bonsai Retro Club. Um, it's just super cool. Dave takes so much time and he puts so much of an effort into uh, keeping us relevant and making us look awesome. And uh, I appreciate him and the rest of everybody else, Scott and Suzanne, appreciate him too. Because uh, he's truthfully the only one that goes out there and cleans up and makes us look awesome. Uh, all the links out there for social media uh, for each and every one of us. Uh, just click on those if you want to see where we are. There's Instagram, there's uh, Twitter, there's Facebook. Uh, some of them, some people have their own website, which I think is awesome. Uh, Dave's on LinkedIn, the brave man that he is. Uh, I, I think I look at my LinkedIn maybe twice a year. Um, I don't even know half the people that are following me, but uh, they're probably all recruiters. But it's like, well, um, so yeah, so we have uh, uh, our podcasts on Podbean or on iTunes, and I think you said iHeartRadio too. Yep, because they they're they've gone down the <clears throat> excuse me the podcast rabbit hole, like most uh, streaming. Are we on Spotify too? We're on Spotify. See. Yeah, we're killing it out there, people. You gotta, you know, get in the know and and listen and get retro, because you know, if 2020, you know, and I'm I'm sorry, but if 2020, I saw this the other day, uh, somebody sent it to me, and I don't know who it was, but if 2020 were an ice cream truck, it'd be liver and onions. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we need Gary Larson now more than we ever have. Yes, Farsight. You no, know, he needs to write like six more Farsight books. <laughs> Believe me, he's got plenty of material. Oh, uh, he, he's plenty awesome. Plenty of material, yeah. Yeah, we need Calvin and Hobbes back too. Oh yeah, Bill Watterson. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Classic. I want I want Calvin to be married though. <laughs> to oh, Susie Darkins. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> it would be. And and Hobbes and Hobbes has like got a beard. Yeah, because he's like, how old? But uh, so one of the things that um, we, we like to say to all of you out there, and we were saying this long before any of this, you know, strange, weird, peculiarness started happening to the world. Uh, we would like for everyone to be excellent to each other. But there's a group of people that have taken it to the next level, and that's who they are. As an entity, uh, I purchased some of their swag. I uh, have a friend that's, you know, he's a musician. He's sponsored by them. And uh, they're called BeGoodToPeople.com. And every day they, they strive 
to do just that. It's not just about the merchandise. It's not just about the social media posts. It's about really actually doing walking the walk, you know, and if you can do that, it doesn't take anything. It doesn't cost you anything. You know, you just look up at the person. I don't know how many people have looked up at, you know, that have a mask on or their heads hanging down because they don't want to wear it or they don't know what's going on from here if they lost their job or now they have to work extra hours because somebody in their department lost their job. You know, so everybody's going through everything. You know, just kind of smile at them or just nod and say, have a great day or, or whatever. Just, just be nice. Just be kind. It's hard sometimes because some people don't give you, you know, reason to, but you'll find a way. People always do. We're all human. So with that, uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you followers out there for my crazy fan page over on Facebook. I love you guys. And, uh, have a good, whatever. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Daniel said. Hey, Bonsai! 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 Bonsai!